our sunday formats are not like the usual sermon types right it is more like we are having an extended conference sunday after sunday so you have to listen to these things again since we can't pack all these things if i have to pack all these things into the conference and conference will be too much overloaded you won't get anything you will be like after two sessions everything will go up if i'm going to pack all these things into the conference so i'm breaking it and giving it to you splitting across weeks so that you can digest you know how cow digests have you learned about the digestive function of cow it brings it it eats when it gets then it goes and sits in one place what what it does that it just brings it back up and choose the same thing again that action is called meditation right you bring it back up and you chew it again that's meditation so when you keep bringing it back up into your conscious mind and think about these things that's where the message is massaged yeah you have to massage your massage the message into your system and how do you massage is by bringing it up again thinking about it verbally processing it with someone and above all practicing it yeah so when you begin to practice it you begin to get it into your system fantastic so what did we see last two weeks come on quickly help me i'm a spirit okay fantastic then yeah we spoke about pain body what is a pain body past accumulated unprocessed pain past accumulated unprocessed pain is the pain body yeah and then so what else spirit pain body you know i'm not asking for keywords i'm talking about what did you guys get nama soul is a constructed self that is such an important thing that you need to get soul is a constructed part of your identity right is a constructed part of your identity it's not the deepest identity of yourself soul is not the deepest identity of yourself soul is the constructed part for example when we say tell me about yourself in the interview how do you start how do you start in the interview tell me about yourself where do you start uh my name is so and so then i'm born in chennai sir i'm born in rajasthan sir so the next construction of identity is from place of birth and then what do you say yeah then i did yeah be sir i did bsc sir then next form of identification is work these many years i worked here these many years i worked so these are all constructed part of your identity 
So much so, you know, 98 years that auntie will come for the wedding and they will introduce retired teacher. <laughs> retired teacher. Because identification is from your work. But all those things, think about it honestly. BSE, BE, be it any nationality or place from which you're coming, anything for that matter, it has nothing. It's all man-made stuff. It's all man-made stuff. It, it cannot be part of your being. It cannot be part of your who you are thing. It is all constructed part of your thing. And But unfortunately, that's where the egoic identification happens. Um, I want you guys to look at the verse, Galatians 2.20 which is a very famous verse, most of you know by heart. Not most of you, some of you. <laughs> what does it say? I have been, come on, read it out loud. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. When I say read it out loud, at least once in a life, you should hear the verse in your ear through your own mouth. Okay? Come on, do it. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and he gave himself for me. So you are seeing two eyes there. I have been crucified. It's no longer I. So that, that is one eye. I have been crucified. The crucified eye and no longer I is one eye. Then... The life that I, I live, and there is an another I, okay? So the Greek word for I is the word ego. The Greek word for the word I is ego. Even though both the word is ego, I want to differentiate for our understanding's sake. The deeper I is the spirit and the constructed I is the ego. Come on, say. The deeper I is the spirit, the constructed I is the ego. So, I'm going to propose to you something which might be very difficult for you to agree or precisely speaking, it will be very difficult for your ego to agree. That all suffering and all pain that you're going through is because of your ego. If ego is not there, there would be no suffering. Think about it. It starts very young, as I told you. The kid starts playing with a toy and it just lies around in the floor. Nobody cares. And then the second one is beginning to crawl right now and crawls and takes the toy. The moment the kid takes the toy, the other kid goes like, yeah, something happens to that kid. What happens? That kid takes and breaks the toy, breaks the arm. This kid cries as if the arm is broken. The kid's arm is broken. Why is that suffering? The suffering is because of the egoic identification. If there is a broken toy on the road, the kid won't suffer that. 
It is the egoic identification with the toy that is causing so much pain. Are you saying what the other kid did is wrong? No, no, right. No, no, that's not the point. We are not talking about what the other person did or said is right or wrong. That is not the point of discussion. The point of discussion is the pain that you're going through right now is because you are identifying your ego with the story. What's the time now? 11.31. Do you have any suffering right now at 11.31? I'm asking you. Do you have any problems 11.31? No. You don't have any problem 11.31. But all your problem is in your mind because of your egoic identification with the past or the future. Something happened so many years ago and you're egoically identifying with that incident and you're dragging that pain to that present moment because there is no suffering in the present moment unless otherwise you are having a life-threatening situation, somebody is holding the gun in your head. Nobody is having a suffering in the present moment. Not making sense? Your relative, the last time when you went to wedding, said something. How many days ago was that? Two months ago, wedding happened. But still you're suffering. Why? <laughs> still suffering with that word. You're carrying that word. Why? How? It is because of the egoic identification. Egoic identification happens in many things. I'm going to tell you some common things, right? I want you guys to come and help me out. Can I have some four guys here? On stage to help me. Come. Come, Joe. <laughs> come. Yeah, man, come. Come, come, come. Yeah, one more. Wonderful. Come, stand. Thank you. Come. Like the car? Ferrari, yeah. Look at the smile. That's called egoic identification. <laughs> One of the ways we identify ourselves is with the materialistic possessions that we possess. Oh, this is so huge. There is nothing wrong with a house and nothing wrong with a car. But both these things become channels of suffering the moment you egoically identify with these two things. When you derive your sense of worth from these things. When you derive us, you know, see, how do I know you have egoic identification with the house? When you say, own house, ah, eh? own house. Then there is a smile in the own house. Then there is an egoic identification. You think you have achieved something because you have an own house. 
where you're looking at me eh? car my goodness this morning i had to come by like moses splitting buffaloes right and cows and as i'm splitting one cow was getting ready to do party and it was doing this on my bmw if my ego is identified with my car then the shit comes on my ego it's not rubbing on the car it's rubbing on me because of my egoic identification so ego is like this balloon right so we got a 4 bhk inflated ego you got a good car what else you got some gold right 100 pound and something happens something happens your ego gets deflated the moment your ego gets deflated your ego doesn't like it ego never likes self diminishment this guy goes in the car and the other guy cuts cuts and he is gone and we shout all abusive words it's a ac car and only you are traveling nobody heard it but you keep shouting the only person who heard that abusive word is you the only person who is living in that negative energy is you but you keep why it happened so unconsciously that guy cutting you diminished your ego and ego goes through self repair mechanisms look at somebody and say anger say anger jealousy pride all those things are self repair mechanisms of ego ah she said this i'm going to prove it to her she did this i'm going to prove i am going to prove who is that speaking ego ego is speaking and that is the reason for suffering simple if there is no ego there is no cause for suffering and here is a guy all right so he is a high performing guy he's got so many things right from his childhood he is a performer my goodness is this are these bad stuff no are these bad stuff no but the moment the ego is identified then gone what about this where is the verse for this come with me to look right is it look 
உனக்கு பிடிச்ச வசனம் போட சொல்லடா நான் கொடுத்த வசனத்தை போடு and luke 12:15 and he said to them come on read read open your mouth and read take heed and beware of covetousness for one's life does not look at me look at me here one of you read it out loud yeah one's life does not look at look at this like does not consist of the abundance of the things possessed when the things you possess keep adding to who you are to your value that is egoic identification and bible says beware of that covetousness is nothing but egoic identification with the things that you possess the more you possess the more my goodness when i go to these you know high five hotels and the way the people come and walk in that hotel no mm, like poor you <laughs> i was slipper right and there was this one uncle who looked at my slipper and said hey good man that you you know you 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 come out with the bathroom slippers i'm like yeah actually it is sketches it is 4500 rupees <laughs> right and since i'm having some heel pain i went and asked i need a thing with a cushion so they said this is the thing and it looked like bathroom slippers i'm like okay anyway whatever it is i need it with a cushion so i've got sketches 4500 rupees slipper and this guy calls it as bathroom slippers and like hey good man you've come out with bathroom slippers so if my ego is identified then i will be pressurized to tell him it is sketches can you see sketches it is 4500 that's what at least whether i tell him or not internally i will tell it sketches it's 4500 your paragon is 200 rupees is what i will at least internally tell him whether i tell him out or not i just told him yeah it's comfortable it's comfortable egoic identification is the cause of suffering when you're identified and drawing values from the things that you possess so much so these all these fake brands just change one letter and our people buy it and put it go down then he spoke to a parable saying the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully hmm keep going and he thought within himself look at somebody and say ego keeps talking within you yeah yeah you know ego most of the ego conversation happens within you that's the mental noise the mental diarrhea right what shall i do what is the stress there i what shall i do since i have no room to store my crops yeah 
so he said i will do this i will pull down my bonds and build greater and there i will store all my crops and my goods and i will say to my soul soul you have many goods laid up for many years take your ease eat drink and be merry if your bank account is giving you peace then your egoic identification is with a bank account that's exactly what's happening here storehouse ah okay good i can hear your mind voice what about planning what about planning oh what you when was the last time you guys planned you guys is worried in the name called planning i'll talk about planning later but i'm just telling you most of the stuff that we call planning is nothing but worrying but god said to him i understand i love god when he speaks my heart fool when there is egoic identification with the stuff that you possess it's a foolish thing to do because it's a very fragile thing it will break any moment my goodness veede endha pokkam pudikkunu theriyala when something breaks that's it see what is his problem the neighbors coconut tree is slanting towards his side that's the problem right air space it's occupying his air space about my house why is your coconut tree putting its branches that's the fight that's the fight then why is your fish curry kolambu smell is coming through my window egoic identification is the cause for all problems is the cause for all suffering i'm telling you the key to enter into a state of bliss you get somebody what's the time 11 45 Do you have any problem in 11:45? No, when I asked in 11:31 also you didn't have problem. In 11:45 also you're not having problem because there is no suffering in the present moment unless you drag it from the past or into the future. Suffering has to come from the past or from the future. You drag it to the present moment and spoil the present moment through the egoic kind identification with the past or the future either through worry, regret or through anxiety. God said fool this night your soul will be required of you then whose will those things be which you have provided go ahead next verse so is he who lays up treasures for himself and is not rich toward god so what is to be rich toward god pentecostals took this verse and said you're not supposed to have house you're not supposed to have car If you're poor you're rich towards God. My goodness. No, that's not the conclusion. The problem is not with the riches, but the problem is with the identification, egoic identification, deriving value 
That's where the problem is. That's the cause of suffering. So for you to be rich towards God, that is to operate from the spirit dimension. Okay? I'll come to the solution later. Right? Let's go to the, um, go to Philippians, right? Put up that verse. Um, you know, I've not given that verse, but take that verse which says, I'm a Hebrew for Hebrews, born, uh, circumcised on the eighth day. Can you put that verse? Hmm? What is the verse number? Hmm? Chapter 3, right? Three verse five, three five, three five. Come on, read. Circumcised on the eighth day. Look at here. Circumcised on the eighth day. Yeah. Then, stock of Israel. Sondavuri. Nationality. Tribe of Israel. Stock of Israel. Tribe of Benjamin. Hebrew of the Hebrew. Concerning the law, a Pharisee. And in fact, he says, according to the law. Next verse. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness which is in the law. Blameless. Gold medalist according to the law. What are you deriving your identity from? What, 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 what is the whole thing? I am this. <laughs> Where do you get that <laughs> thing from? Wherever you are getting that thing from, that is the egoic identification which is a very cheap version of you. It's a constructed self through culture. For example, instead of you being born in that space, if you're born in some tribal, you know, uh, village in, in a tribe in Africa, how would you be, Nancy? Having all these things, rings everywhere, you'll be walking like that. Then what is your identity then? So, we are getting our identity from our place of birth, from our culture. See, all these things, your mind, your will and emotions are constructed self. Your thinking pattern, the way you're feeling, what you're choosing, what you're not choosing, what you're comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with, it's all a part of your constructed self. It is not the real you. It is a constructed self and the constructed self is what gets hurt. The uncreated you can never get hurt. Because the spirit is from the uncreated dimension, right? Father, Son and Holy Spirit. The only uncreated dimension out there is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. And can you believe God spoke into himself and created the spirit and spent, sent it into the body. The uncreated spirit from the uncreated dimension that's the real you has stepped into the body. You cannot put the spirit into any category. Neither male nor female, neither Jew nor Greek, neither slave nor free. No identification is possible in the realm of the spirit. You're free, you're limitless, you're boundless. You're a spirit man. Who are you? Spirit. Just because you are saying I'm a spirit, that doesn't mean you're operating in that dimension. You're having a mental concept because of the last two sermons 
and you're able to give the right answer saying i'm a spirit but how would i really know that whether you got that or not hmm ah no. just because you're believing you don't become a spirit you are right how do i know whether you are operating from that dimension whatever is disturbing you will tell me whether you, you are in that dimension or not you might say i am a spirit i am the righteousness of god the shalom of god lives in me till the phone rings right till the phone rings and your boss says something then the next second you're like and you're like what happened to the spirit what happened to the peace of god ah so look at somebody and say whatever is your trigger whatever takes to trigger you there is the egoic identification wherever whatever is triggering you that's where the egoic identification is some of us are so filled with our sob stories that we need our sob story to become our identity any psychiatrist and psychotherapist knows the fact that the person doesn't want their problem to end do you know that your ego never wants your problem to end because from there that's where it's getting their identity and attention oh you know i've been abused that has to keep running for you to receive that kind of attention it's a egoic identification go to the next verse but the things which were gained to me these things i have counted loss for christ hmm so for you to lose this thing what gets hurt what gets hurt what gets hurt look at somebody and say what is god doing in my life ask them what is god doing in my life this is what god is doing in your life god is deflating your ego because you are too big and too wonderful for these things to define you you're too big and too limitless for these things to define you yet indeed i also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of christ jesus my lord for whom i have suffered loss of all things and count them as rubbish do you know that word rubbish the greek word is skubla which is in english translated as shit so when i use word shit i'm being biblical okay 
Right? They're not saying, why is he using shit? I'm just quoting you Philippians 3, 6. <laughs> if you don't like shit, we'll turn it to scuba from now on. Okay? <laughs> yeah? All your accomplishments are just scuba. All your accomplishments are just scuba. Nothing. Man. People put be. Huh? One pastor was beating his assistant pastor because he failed to put apostle doctor in front of him. He's like, <laughs> You know how much I've spent and I got this doctor. How dare you not put that thing in the poster? What is it? Hmm? Ego. Spiritual gifts. <laughs> what? What? Spiritual gifts, prophetic, healing. Egoic identification. Is nothing wrong with this, nothing wrong with this, and nothing wrong with this either. But when there is egoic identification, when you're deriving value from the gifts, it can be you serving someone, social service, anything can be, ego can identify itself with anything and everything and try to live through it. So he starts prophesying. <laughs> There was this church which we were attending years ago. That pastor had this gift of casting out demons. Right? So that's the first couple of weeks that we are going to his church. And we are there as a family. And it's a small church. And he picks a girl and he starts casting out the demon. And that girl goes like, like that. And this pastor is... We are there, and he is looking at us like that. And he is casting out demons, showing us that he can do it. Right? I was thinking, the demon is thinking, you are thinking I am manifesting, but they know that you are manifesting. <laughs> the egoic identification can corrupt anything and everything. Do you know Jesus said something like this? He said, the ruler of the world comes to me and he has nothing in me. Do you know if you don't have pain body and ego, devil has nothing to do with you. Even if there is pain body in you, if there is no egoic identification with your pain body, do you know devil has got nothing to do with you? You're not, not able to understand? If you don't egoically identify with your pain body, even if you have pain body, if you don't egoically identify as my feeling, if there is a separation between your pain body and your awareness, do you know devil has got nothing to do with you and there will be no suffering? Look at some say, what's the time?
Eleven? Fifty-nine. Do you have any problem? I'm hungry. That's okay. There is no suffering in the present moment. All suffering, you either bring it from your past or drag it from your future. There is nothing called future and past. There is nothing. Life situation. Life situation. Circum circumstances. Circumstances. My goodness. Your egoic identification with the circumstances. Yeah? That is what makes the circumstance so miserable. If you don't identify with the circumstance, it is just a circumstance. It won't have the negativity in you. It won't have the power to create so much negativity in you. Unless otherwise you are egoically identifying with your circumstance, whatever your circumstance is. Put Ephesians 4.11 onwards. The next chapter. Ah, sorry, Philippians, right? We are in Philippians. Next chapter. We were in Philippians 3, Philippians 4.11. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned, say, I have learned. Come on, read it out loud. I've learned, yeah. In whatever state I am to be content. To live from the spirit dimension is to constantly live in the state of contentment. You will not have a sense of lack when you're living from the spirit dimension. When your identification is as a spirit, you will, you will have a sense of abundance within you. You will not have a sense of, oh, I'm lacking this, I'm lacking this, I'm lacking this. Be it anything, not just money. I'm lacking patience. I'm lacking this. I'm lacking confidence. No, you won't have any awareness of lack when you're living from the spirit dimension. To be content. Right, next. Next verse. Yeah. Come on, read it. I know how to be abased. I know how to abound everywhere and in all things. Pinch three people and say everywhere in all things. Come on, come on, come on. Everywhere in all things. Can you imagine everywhere in all things you can learn to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer, need? Circumstance doesn't have the capacity to define who you are. No matter what your circumstances, you can be in a particular state of consciousness. The next verse, which is all your famous verse. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Can you see the context? It's not like, 
I can do all things. Christ who strengthens me. I'm going for the competition next week. Let's not follow that verse. Verses. The verse is, if Christ strengthens you, if Christ is your strength, then you will be in a constant state no matter how your circumstances. Whether you're hungry or you're full. You're eating in ITC or in Chitraka Itli Kadai. No matter what the state is, you would be super happy. You can drive Eco, drive BMW with bull buttock, sealed all over. Right? Nothing will touch you because you are not these things. You are the limitless dimension. You are the formless dimension. You are the uncreated dimension. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. How did he reach 413? How did he reach 413? Because he went through 44. Right? What does it 44 say? Rejoice in the Lord always. Honestly, think about it. Can you rejoice always? See, already she decided. She can't. <laughs> Who can't? Who can't rejoice always? Say, ego can't. Ego can't rejoice always. For ego, everything has to be right everywhere. Then only ego can be happy. I ask, can you rejoice always? Can you rejoice always? You. You. Rejoice always. Again, I'll say rejoice. Look at the next verse. Let your gentleness be known to all men. Can you be gentle to all men? Oh my goodness. There is another egoic identification. Yeah? Come, come, uh, uh, come in. What a... One up. <laughs> See, he is into role plays. Role play meaning there is so many identities within him. He has an identity for his wife. He has an identity for his child. When he interacts with his wife, he is role playing the role of a husband. Right? When he is role-playing with a child, he is a father. When he goes to the office, what's your... Boss. Yeah, boss. Or an employee. We are having so many role-plays, egoic identification. At the end of the day, we don't even know which is the real, real us. Because ego has a different version of manifesting itself based on the scenario. If the watchman is going to stand there and when you're coming and parking the car and if he's going to say, Sir, can you please go and park there? And you would park right where he says don't park and you get up and walk and come. 
when I stand there and I say, hey, can you just go and park there? You're like, yeah, praise the Lord, Pastor. And you go and park there. Why? Why is there a difference? I have only told him. I'm asking, why are you treating the watchman a different way? Ego. Ego treats different people with different because it keeps categorizing. It keeps, you know, it has a status symbol on everyone. You can say I'm a spirit. But when you go from here and go to Talapakati and sit there in Sunday rush and you call this guy and you shout and you know you you finally give the order hey, two mutton biryani one in the, and so much noise and after one hour he comes and gives the opposite thing. That's where we'll know whether you're a spirit or not. <laughs> I went to a hotel. I told you guys, right? I went to a hotel and we asked for chutney. And that waiter comes and looks at the table and says, in that plate there is chutney, that person has not eaten. <laughs> we are like, okay, so he doesn't want it to be wasted, okay. He took and we ate. And then we called him again and said, can I have one more puri? He said, just now I gave one. <laughs> Little thing happened. In OMR. Then all my spirit came up <laughs> till my ears and my nose. I'm like, can you call the manager? My mom is like, what if he is the manager? <laughs> if he is the manager, I'm willing to talk to him. But he doesn't look like, <laughs> go call the manager. Okay? What got hurt? Ego got hurt. Man, I'm asking for a puri and you're telling me I just gave one why are you not content? <laughs> right? Priscilla doesn't like to order and when the server comes and serves the food in front of her she's like keep it there he should not think she is eating it seems What is getting hurt? Egoic identification of the circumference. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? The other day I went to Airtel showroom. My goodness, if you go to Airtel showroom, that's it. Care. They say Airtel care. My goodness. You take a token. You go, wait in the line and go to that guy. And that guy will say, Sir, call one to one, sir. And you go and call one to one. He will say from one to nine. One aluthavum, rendai aluthavum, moonrai aluthavum, yelai aluthavum, umbodai aluthavum. Finally, you get that guy online and you speak to him and he will say, Sir, go to the counter, sir. So I went to the counter again. And the counter guy said, no sir, not from your mobile, there is a phone there, there is a landline phone, from there you have to press one-to-one. -one. And I went one-to-one, -one. true story, right? I took the landline and, and that guy says, no, go to the counter. Now I'm done, right? I got the token, I'm going to the counter and I'm sitting in front and I'm like, and that guy says, 
you're the one who preaches in Nimeem TV, right? And when he said that, I'm like, yes. I am the one who preaches in Nimeem TV. I need help with my Airtel SIM. <laughs> yeah. The other day, I was shouting at Vijayan in front of Jacob Anna's house. I'm shouting at him in the car and there was a lady standing next to me for some time. She's trying to say Sotram Pastor in between my fight with him. And Lavi and Vijayan is trying to signal me that there is a lady there. And she says, Pastor, I was waiting. I come to your church. I'm like, good. Can I meet you? She said. I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't want to meet you. Ego gets hurt. Ego gets hurt. But we are forced to play roles. Pastor. Boss. Employee. Do you know Jesus did not play role? No matter who you put in front of him, he just treated them the same. That doesn't mean he gave access to everyone the same way, but he treated everyone the same. If it is a tax collector, he didn't treat them like a tax collector. If it's a prostitute, he didn't treat like a prostitute. He just treated them as a person because there is no ego. He, he need not build who he is by the role he's playing with the person who is in front of him. Come, all of you stand together. With all these things, the pain body has lot of options to choose from. The pain body can manifest itself through anything it wants right now because of the egoic identification. If there is no egoic identification, even there is pain body, the pain body can't do anything. Because pain can feed only on pain. Look at somebody and say, pain can feed only on pain. Say that, say that. Pain can only feed on pain. Pain body loves emotional drama. Pain body loves emotional drama. My goodness. You, you fight, you cry. And after that you feel a release. What is that release? Pain body has eaten. Burp. Egoic identification. And go identification. Look at somebody and say, what's the time? Hmm? 12, 14. Do you have any suffering right now? There's no suffering. My goodness. You don't have suffering at all. For the last one hour, you're without suffering. But when you come and sit in the room with me, you, have, you tell me a lot of sufferings. How come? How come you have so much suffering when you come to my room and talk to me, but right now, last one hour, no suffering was there?
all cause of suffering is because of your egoic identification. You go like, no longer ego, no longer I, right? No longer ego. When you come to that state, Christ lives in me. You have moved into a different dimension. Nothing can touch you anymore. Nothing can cause pain. You can boldly say like Jesus, Oh, the ruler of this world, my mamiyat is coming to me, but she has got nothing in me. Your nathanar cannot trigger you. Look at him say, it's not your nathanar's problem. It's your nathangeta eco's problem. Right? It's the ego that's causing the suffering. It's not your in-laws. Let next verse. Can we go into the solution right now? Okay? Yeah. Be anxious for nothing. Think about it. Can you be anxious for nothing? What... How, how will your life look like if you're anxious for nothing? Right now, what's the time? 12? 16. Are you anxious for something? Right now. So you can be anxious for nothing. When you're present, in the present moment, you can be anxious for nothing. Jesus said, in the Matthew 6, the same thing that we read, right? Let's go to uh, Luke and then to Matthew. Okay? Luke 12. Yeah, go down. Go down. Yeah, go down. Go down. Go down. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, what you will wear, what car you will drive, what house you will live, which company you work in, which pant and which shirt you wear. Right? Don't worry about these things. Don't worry about your body and what you will Put on. Look at the next verse. Life is more than food. Body is more than clothing. Look at somebody and say, touch, touch somebody's body and say, your body is more than the brand that you wear. This is the greatest piece of technology that you ever have and you want to add value to it to Kelvin Klein? You want to add value to it by putting a tick? Put a tick or put an into mark or a division symbol. Who cares? Let it not add value. Don't add identification to it. Look at the next one. Consider the kaka. Look at somebody and say, ego is so pathetic. 
that it has to learn a lesson from Kaka. Consider the ravens, yeah? Hmm. For they neither sow nor reap, which have neither ATM card nor credit card. But, huh? God feeds them. If, you, if you've gone to, how many of you have been to a forest? Anybody has been to a forest? See, this landscape, whole landscape garden, landscape thing is man interfering with the stuff. There is a beauty to it, to, his, to the creativity of a landscape place, I understand. But have you been to a forest where man has not interfered? And just stood there and listened to that voice. Keech, keech, keech. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Stream flowing. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah? No, yes. Hmm? Yes, no, you, yeah, yeah, fantastic. Have you ever gone to a, um, have you seen the sunset? Yeah? Have you seen sunrise? You don't have seen. Uh, sunset, you might have seen. Um, have you seen beautiful mountain ranges? Yeah? Have you ever lied down and looked up the starry night? What happens when you see those things? What, 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 what do you feel? What happens? There is an awe, there is a wonder, there is a vastness, there is a hugeness. There is the space that you experience. That is the spirit dimension. That vastness, you're able to experience that because of the resonance in the spirit. The beauty, you're able to experience it because of the resonance as a spirit. In the glimpse, in such glimpses is where we are redeemed from the suffering and we are present in the present moment and we go, wow. And Jesus is bringing our attention and saying, hey, hey, look at the flowers. Just look at the flowers. We, we, the, you know what's the problem with, the, with us today? I didn't know how to solve that problem. I take my kids and I show them. Look at the flowers and they say, hibiscus didn't turn tall. The moment you say that, do you know the beauty and awe and wonder is gone? Because you have named it and reduced it to a human thought. You have reduced it to a human thought. At the same time, you take a kid who doesn't know hibiscus didadanta and show the flower and look at the eyes of the child. How does it go? You show a bird and the kid goes like, but you are like Kingfisher. That's it, gone. The moment you have named it Kingfisher, gone. That's it. You, you don't even look at it anymore. Because for you, your mental knowledge is your identity. You have known it. 
You have known it because you know its name. That's how you think you know God. Because you know his name called Jesus. No, you don't know God. You don't know the flower. You don't know the kingfisher either. You have to be present without the illusion of the past. Because if you go into a forest and if there is a bull that is grazing there and you go and say, what time it is? <laughs> what does the bull say? Now. That's all they know. Everything other than human being lives in the now. The only being who is stuck in time is us, is our ego. But the spirit is an eternal dimension. It's outside time zone. It is in the eternal present, like God. You go to God million years before and you ask him, what's your name, what is he going to say? I am. Million years into the future, you're going to say, what's your name? I am. Jesus says, how much more value are you than the birds? God feeds them. Then why millions of babies are suffering? Why millions of humans are without food? Do you know any bird that is in the nature gets its food? Any animal that is in the nature gets its food. The moment it becomes pet animal, it is a possibility it is starving. No animal in the nature lacks food. No animal living in the wild lacks food. You bring them home, pet animal, two, three days, it might not eat because it's under your care. Anything under the father's care is superbly taken care of. The only species that suffer are human beings. Why? We don't live under the father's care. Getting your needs met is the easiest thing to do. If you just know how much the father values you. Because we don't know our value, we derive our value from the egoic identification of the stuff that we do. Suffering comes and you start to perform. Look at the next verse. Next verse is a bouncer. Ah. <laughs> Which one of you? By worrying, by egoic identification, can add? In Vadivel version, in the Aniya, ni Purungamudium, Abhigar. Just because you worry. What? What difference can you make? Man, you're worrying. <sighs> what am I going to tell? 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 In fact, there is this another verse, right? I think it is Matthew 10, I'm not sure. Or somewhere. It says, when they drag you to the magistrates, don't think what you're going to answer to them because in that moment, it shall be given to you what you have to speak. 
There is so much verses in the Bible talking about living in the present moment. We constantly keep running our heads about what, 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 what. Go, go to the um, Matthew 6 again. Hmm. Which one of you can add to your cubit by worrying? Yeah, the next verse. Matthew 6. Yeah. Matthew 6. Matthew 6. Next verse. So, why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Mm. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. What is the difference? When Solomon comes arrayed in all his glory, when somebody says, uh -uh, then he gets offended and says, take the head off. Right? But you look at the flower and you say it's beauty, beautiful, you say it's ugly, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It's arrayed in all beauty. It's just what it is. Yeah. Now if God clothes the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of? A little faith. Mm. Therefore, do not worry saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. What is the kingdom of God? Seek the kingdom of God. Seek the kingdom of God. What's the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So, in the spirit, there is a state of righteousness. There is a state of peace and shalom. There is a state of joy. That state is the kingdom of God. And he said, do not search for the kingdom there or kingdom here, the kingdom is within you. Do you know by one decision you can switch back into the kingdom? You can switch into the kingdom in a second. Do you know you don't become a spirit? You are a spirit. The you don't push yourself into the kingdom. You are in the kingdom. The kingdom is within you. It's not, it's not somewhere else. You're trying to grasp. It says, don't run. Don't. It's peace, joy. Everything is in this moment. And who cannot enter the kingdom? And only who can enter the kingdom? Hmm? Sorry. Hmm? We have to become... Childlike. Child lives in the present moment. 
child lives in the present moment they have to come to us to be trained to worry but the child lives in the present moment the child has awe and wonder so when you're childlike and everything becomes once you switch into this and you go out and see the same buffalo with a bum it's going to look so beautiful to you <laughs> yeah the cows are going to look beautiful the grass is going to look greener the cloud is going to look much more blue and clear because you are awakened to the beauty of all things because you are awakened from within next ah jesus has come to the point therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things sufficient for the day is its own trouble hmm uh, um no 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 put that in kjv put this verse in kjv what's what's the verse in kjv you guys know hmm do not worry about tomorrow how is it translated in kjv no kjv guys here hmm yeah come on read come on man open him up take therefore no thought for the morrow meaning tomorrow right take no thought look at somebody say take no thought take no thought from tomorrow that thought is for tomorrow every thought is for the present moment if the thought is for the present moment it's not suffering when the thought is not in the present moment it's about the past or about the future i'm telling you whatever happened to you whatever nonsense that happened to you happened to you in the past but the suffering that you're going through in the present moment is because of your egoic identification with the incident otherwise there cannot be suffering in the present moment that's the truth it just doesn't matter what happened in the past i'm not i'm not saying what happened is right or what happened is wrong or that person is right no 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 that is all a different discussion yeah let's just agree to your narrative all that person did was wrong but look at some say what's the time what's the time 12:34 is it happening right now is it happening right now what is happening right now is your interpretation of the past coming into the present through your egoic identification causing suffering creating a lens through which you're interpreting that person in the present moment because of the past is that person doing that thing to you right now i'm asking you no but why is it so much suffering 
so much pain so much pain all of our pain and suffering in the present moment is because of the illusionary concept called ego egoic identification you might be thinking i am oversimplifying things but let me challenge you go and sit and think about every damn thing that you are worried about and you just momentarily disidentify with that just for momentarily for argument sake just momentarily disidentify with that incident from your ego and you're like okay it happened the moment you disidentify yourself do you know suffering ceases pain disappears it it works like miracle man and you might be thinking i don't have stuff to deal with i'm having stuff to deal with i'm dealing with shit okay scubula <laughs> right i'm dealing with scubula for me to stay sane i have to be present in the present moment if i'm losing my mind it's because of my egoic identification with what happened it's not happening now i've tried that with every single problem that is irritating my mind the moment i disidentify it's gone it's gone yeah so the first step is disidentification the question people usually ask is how long does it take for my pain body to be healed right how long does it take for my pain body to be healed that's the question people ask yes we'll come to that question but the question the first question before that what you should be asking is how long does it take for you to disidentify from the pain body because unless you learn to disidentify yourself from the pain body healing the pain body can never happen but for the healing of the pain body to happen there has to be a sense of awareness and presence increased to swallow that up you should be vibrating at a different frequency to overpower that frequency and energy field so for that to happen first you should there should be another person to do that if all identification is with the pain body and whatever the pain body feels is what you think you are feeling then there is no chance of healing so the first step towards healing is disidentification the moment you disidentify egoically you disidentify i'm like okay i went through that but that's not me i'm a spirit being and you look at the present moment and you just stay present is it happening to you right now what's the time 12 38 is it happening right now 
can you stay in this moment that's what some people come and say i can't live with my spouse i can't i, I, I can't imagine me doing life with this girl for the next 30 years i'm like can you do it today if you do it today tomorrow and ask me he'll come and say can you do it today simple you don't need to plan 20 years when when trauma is increasing you can't even go one day you have to go minute by minute is it right now is it in this minute no then i'm not going to give thought to it so the more and more you disidentify right the more and more space begins to increase between you and pain body there is an awareness growing and when the enough awareness grows then you can go towards the pain body without adding narrative to pain you're feeling pain in the present moment but the narrative is what is connecting to the past so the awareness with the awareness when you move towards the pain and experience the pain and embrace the pain there is a transmutation of frequency and the energy field changes and then it becomes a feeding into your spirit you become vast you grow the pain disappears but what i'm saying is don't put it as a future state which you have to achieve that is again an ego that is again ego subtle form of ego <gasps> i should be without pain body when i will be become without pain body when will i when will my heart be feel again future the kingdom of god is now religion always puts all things good into the future and makes you keep running to it are you guys following what i'm saying if you get this thing if you listen to the last three messages again and again and again you will come to this place where you're like oh no it's not happening right now i'm not going to give my energy to it my identification to it if it's in front of me i'll deal with it if it comes to it i'll deal with it oh one person threatens i see what i'll do so i have to tell myself ah it's not in front of me that person is not in front of me if it comes to that if that person comes i'm going to deal with it at that time take no thought in that moment you will know what you have to say only in that moment you will know what you have to say just because you thinking and replaying those things again and again and again and again doesn't help it just pulls you down for which helps meditation right to get into that space where you connect with the spirit and you begin to operate that's where meditation helps but unfortunately all meditation is sucked into eastern mysticism so in the awaken conference i'm going to teach you about how biblical meditation works which spirit soul and body you have to use in worship and engaging in the presence 
and how to release things from your soul, from your body, the toxic things into the presence. So that's what the conference is about. But I, if I'm going to keep teaching you in the conference, then it's going to take a lot of time. So I want you guys to listen to these things again and again and again so that you have the framework of thought. Are you guys listening to what I'm saying? What am I saying? Disidentify all these things. Material possessions, accomplishments, gifts, circumstance, role-playing. Right? In fact, uh, 1 Corinthians 14.1, right? Can you put 1 Corinthians 14.1? Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Do you know the word gifts are not there in the original? You know, the verse should look like desire spiritual. Desire spiritual. You need to desire spiritual. It's a dimension. It's a dimension of living. Jesus lived in that dimension constantly. Since he lived in that dimension constantly from the spirit dimension, and when he moved into the physical, he could manipulate the physical dimension. Five bread. Ah, okay. Okay, let them, make them sit, make them sit. 50 by 50. I can multiply it. Oh, water. I can walk in it. Physical dimension can be manipulated when you're operating from the spirit dimension. I know people who are doing that right now. Crazy things are happening. Physical dimension is being manipulated and it just happens automatically without any effort. But when the egoic identification is not there, then you're free. But if your egoic identification is there, even the stuff that you do, so-called spiritual stuff you do, then you're twisted. You all okay? You look more sad than the start of the sermon. You are not sad. Your ego is sad. Yeah. I'm saying you have to reconstruct your soul because it's a contracted entity. You have to reconstruct it from the spirit dimension rather than allowing the culture and circumstances to construct it. Right? That's what Hebrews 4.12 says, right? What does Hebrews 4.12 says? All these verses are your favorite verses that you buy heart but you don't know what it means. Right? For the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit. So there has to be a division of soul and spirit. 
your soul is your constructed self you can't receive receive your identity from it but when there is there is a division of spirit and soul then you are in a different dimension you are in a different space and you can reconstruct your thinking reconstruct your emotions you can choose what you have to feel towards a particular person rather than that person being responsible for you to make you feel certain way you're reconstructing your soul realm and you can reconstruct your body realm as well that's where transformation happens in the physical and you know healing takes place so these are constructed dimensions of your being and you can reconstruct those things in the presence but when you when you're aware of your spirit dimension then these things becomes easy okay it's all stand thank you so much Honestly, are you thinking death will solve all problems? Oh, you die and you go to heaven, everything is fine. Everything becomes fine the moment you die. That's what religion offers you, right? You die and go to heaven, everything will be fine. If that is true, the only problem is our existence here. and only our death can enter make us into a state of eternal bliss and happiness then we are all supposed to die now we are wasting our lives why the heck are we living oh that's the question that you are asking me right you are all living because you think if you commit suicide you'll go to hell for argument sake if i'm going to say no you're not going to go to hell tonight all of you will be gone <sighs> look at somebody and say your death doesn't push you into the state of bliss what happens in your death What happens in your death is because you're losing the body you're losing this consciousness since you're losing this consciousness which is the input through which your soul realm is being constructed and this dimension collapses you're just awakened to the dimension that you're already part of which you are already part of right now heaven is not something that you go to kingdom is not something that you reach to kingdom is now your part jesus showed us that he can live out the triune dance in this broken world amidst broken people he can live 
totally disidentified from all nonsense and say the ruler of this world comes and he has nothing in me i have no pain body i have no ego he has got nothing to hook do you know you can be in that space that is the gospel that is the gospel the gospel invites you while you are living here in the now that you can step into that dimension how put a couple of verses uh, serve the communion while i do this verse um put john 15 yeah let's do 14 and then go to 15 do you not believe that i am in the father and the father in me the words that i speak to you do not speak on my own authority see what did we read in galatians 2:20 it's no longer i who lives but christ lives in me jesus says i don't do things on my own come with me to 5:30 chapter 5:30 the father who dwells in me does the work this is 14:10 5:30 i can of myself do nothing okay take this phrase i can do myself of i cannot do anything of myself this is who is speaking jesus is speaking and then he says the father who lives in me does the work the father who lives in me does the work okay this is jesus now paul i can do nothing of myself christ in me does the work I cannot love this person but Christ in me does the work. I cannot forgive this person but Christ in me does the work. I cannot be at peace but Christ in me does the peace. Because Jesus did not say be joyful like me, be peaceful like me. What did Jesus tell? My joy I give to you. My peace I give to you. that means in this moment you have the peace and joy which is the kingdom right righteousness peace and joy he has given christ has become our righteousness christ has become our peace christ has become our joy so that's the kingdom right kingdom is not out there kingdom is not somewhere kingdom is not going to heaven kingdom is righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost so anytime you're moving out of peace the state of peace which is your ego or your pain body you're not in the kingdom but as a spirit you're constantly in the kingdom you're constantly in peace you're constantly in joy in the state of joy so what does it take you disidentified from the ego and you're like pull yourself in and you would begin to experience that joy and peace not after 2 hours of prayer right in this moment you can experience that peace and joy because in this moment nothing is lacking nothing is lacking in this moment nobody is threatening you in this moment so what is the secret of jesus living like that his disidentification from ego and identifying with the father i can do nothing by myself 
I and Father are one. Father does the work in me. Disidentification from here identification with the father is how Jesus lived. So if you can do that and what you're holding in your hand is a proof that you can identify with Jesus. He said I have united myself with you. You're my body. Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. We are one spirit with him. We are one body with him. Completely united. Inseparably united. In this moment all suffering ceases because you are absolutely united with the father there is no suffering in this present moment there is nothing lacking in this present moment take part together. We're going to give and we're going to sing I stand in awe of you. Right? That's the whole thing. If you can stand in awe.